Hi, everybody. I'm George, the host of The Best Little Horror House in Philly. It's the show where we talk about the best horror movie ever made, according to our guest, at least. And because of that, I figured I'd let the guests themselves tell you a little more about the show. Here's Betsy Sidaro. I'm sorry, sorry. It's just too, too loud. Mike Mitchell. There's a lot of like, ding, 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 ding. Neil Campbell. Oh, God, this guy was like afraid to use a knife. It's going to, you know, do something brave at the end of Cowboys versus Aliens or something, whatever. <laughs> and Mike Hanford. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good, George. <laughs> so there you go. Some insightful and relevant commentary on why you should be listening to the best little horror house in Philly. And I'll see you, boils and ghouls, wherever you podcast. Bye. This podcast contains subject matter that may be disturbing to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Four imprints, one it's time to open the door in your mind. Sit back and listen to true horror. But be careful what you allow in. Because it's time to go through the fog. This week's story is My Friend Has More Than Cavities. Posted by user Dark Herox to r slash scary stories. So first things first, I was working as an associative dentist under a friend of my father. I took teeth very seriously. I mean, people can forget how important their teeth are, and if you don't take care of them, it can cause so many issues to their general health as well. I was at the firm for almost a year, and I loved my job. I loved helping people. It really makes me happy when a patient flashed me that proud smile after the work I'd done. I loved my job. Until last night. My friend Jacob and I were hanging out at a local bar. Jacob and I had been friends since high school, and we stayed in touch even though we went different routes for college. Though I was hard at work on my dentistry degree, Jacob spent all of his time partying. Jacob is your classic rich boy doesn't have much to do at all. Things are guaranteed for him, and he was allowed that. Hell, he had just returned from an exotic trip around the world, so when he finally returned, he insisted we hang out. Dude, I'm telling you, you have not lived till you've had something as authentic as that. So you had bucks. It was more than that, bro. This tribe had to do this whole festival ritual thing, and they made me the guest of honor. It was intense. Everyone was naked and high, and they were feeding me all sorts of crazy shit. Fuck, it was wild. You had to be there. Hard pass, I laughed. I'm good with a beer every now and then. We continued to catch up. He told me all about his experiences abroad. All he had to do was flash some cash to some locals and they treated him like a king. From odd foods to exotic customs, he was living the life. I tried not to get jealous of him. I thought maybe after some hard work, I could live like that one day. Jacob had always had an air of charisma around him. All he had to do was show a smile and a little bit of money and he was good to go. Fuck. Jacob cursed loudly as he took his sip of beer. You good? Yeah, yeah. My damn teeth have been aching lately. He said rubbing his cheeks. You you think you could take a look at it? Uh, sure, yeah, of course. Uh, when's a good time for you? Right now is good. He said as he opened his mouth as wide as he could in front of my face. Ah, close your damn mouth, I laughed. You're something else. I'm not going to examine your teeth in the middle of a bar, make an appointment like everyone else. 
He finished his drink and proceeded to dump all of the ice into his mouth, crushing them in his teeth quickly. It just hurts so damn much. I can't stand it. He complained. Whoa, easy on the ice there, man. Munching on ice won't make it any better. Well, Mr. Dentist, chewing on something is the only thing that soothes it. He hissed. It was a fun night. Despite his pain, he was still the life of the party. Paid for drinks and people loved him. Eventually, he attracted a pair of attractive ladies. You could see him twitch a bit from the pain, but he did his best to mask it. Hey, Tim, one for each of us. He yelled out. One of the girls came up to me and we talked for a little bit while Jake was taking shots with the other. I think her name was Melody? We hit it off pretty well. We heard a loud shriek from across the bar. Jacob had his hand over his left cheek and the girl he was talking to was absolutely afraid. She ran to us with tears in her eyes and she grabbed her friend from me. She then proceeded to yell at me. Your fucking friend is a psychopath! She yelled at the top of her lungs. The rest of the bar patrons were looking at us. Hey, hold up. Jacob walked over chuckling. Let's just forget all this happened and have a good night. What the hell happened? I asked. The girl looked at me and shouted. Your friend just tried to fucking bite me. I was taken aback. I looked at Jacob and he just stood there rubbing his cheek. I tried to apologize, but the girls ended up leaving. We were then questioned by the bar owner and kicked out for causing trouble. When we got outside, I noticed Jacob took a bar coaster out of his pocket and started stuffing it in his mouth. What the fuck is wrong with you, dude? I didn't know what else to say. He looked at me with a pained look on his face. It just hurts so damn much. You don't understand. You just tried to bite a girl. I don't know what came over me. I just had the urge. I couldn't help it. He looked at me sorrowfully. I honestly didn't know what to do. He wasn't exaggerating, though. He was in extreme pain. I told him we could go to his place so I'd check it out. He lived in an apartment nearby. I thought it'd be better to get this checked out as soon as possible. When we got to the apartment, Jacob ran to use the bathroom. I started to explore his home and immediately noticed that things were off. It's been a while since I've been to his place, but it was a complete mess. It was like he had a dog or something just run around through his place. Papers were all over the floor, furniture was crooked, and his wooden dining room chair had bite marks on them. I got close to observe them. They were human bite marks. More than likely Jacob. But there was something wrong with the impressions on the wood. I tried to get closer to study them, but... Ooh! Jacob exhaled as he began to crash onto his couch. Uh -huh. He opened his mouth wide. What the fuck? I laughed as I went over to him. Relax, I'm just checking out your teeth really quick since you won't stop bitching about it. I walked over to the kitchen and washed my hands at the sink. Of course, I don't have any tools to properly check out his teeth, but I'll have to make do with what's on hand. I went through his cabinets to try and find some gloves, and I had to make do with a small desk lamp for lighting. I walked over to the couch where Jacob was, and I saw him gnawing on the base of his index finger. Blood was slowly trickling onto his arm, and I fucking panicked. Jacob, what the hell is going on with you? Have you gone crazy? He was breathing heavily. Please, Tim, please. There's, there's something wrong with my mouth. Fuck! Holy shit, man. I grabbed his hand and grabbed a towel to stop the bleeding. We've got to get you to a doctor or a fucking exorcist. Jacob's knees buckled, and he collapsed onto the floor. He didn't move his jaw, but he spoke to me. Please, help. Teeth hurts. Fine, fine, shit. I took the towel I had and wiped the blood off of his mouth. Took the lamplight and shone it into his teeth as he had his mouth wide open. What I saw makes me fucking sick remembering it. From the front, his teeth were fine, pearly white and everything. But behind each tooth and on their crowns were multiple small circles. His teeth weren't decayed or anything, but it was like something small had 
bored into all of his teeth. What? What the actual? I tried to peer as closely as possible. His breath was hitting my face. I didn't know what I was seeing. A small, a small red tendril began to come out of each hole in his teeth. Red tentacles were stretching out to my face, and I saw each tooth began to crack open like tiny white eggs. I shuffled backwards onto my ass, looked around for my phone. I thought I needed to call a doctor or something. Jacob's mouth was wide open, and it was like dozens of small octopi were coming out of his mouth. He looked at me and said with a garbled tone, It hurts. Help me. I was just stunned, but I knew if I didn't leave, something was going to happen. I forced my legs with all my might to lift me up and go towards the front door. I turned towards Jacob and I saw the handy bit. His veins were bulging out and pulsating. The veins throbbed up his arms and they proceeded to burst. They weren't his veins. They were more of those red tendrils. I couldn't let out a scream, but tears poured out of my eyes as I tried to escape. I got to his apartment and ran down the hallway towards the elevators. I didn't want to look back, but all my attention was pulled towards Jacob or whatever that thing was that was behind me. Each of the red tendrils from where his teeth were and the ones that were on his arm, they began to click. No, it was akin to teeth chattering? Fuck. Each tendril had a small mouth full of teeth that wanted to gnaw at my body. Bile began to rise from my stomach, but I couldn't stop. I was so close to the elevator. I slammed my body into the call button. We were on the top floor. Would the elevator even make it up in time? My mind was racing and he was getting closer. I had to take the stairs, so I ran over towards them. Suddenly, my right foot was yanked out from underneath me. The tendrils that exploded from his arm had gotten a hold of me. My arms flailed towards the wall and I got lucky. On the way down, I took the extinguisher and began to smash it onto the red rope that had gotten me. It squished as each blow struck it. As soon as it let go, I pulled the pin on the extinguisher and sprayed him with it. In the chaos, I bolted down the stairs. I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to look back. As soon as I got outside of the apartment, I called 911. I was fucking shaking when the police came by and they ran up to the apartment. Don't, don't get too close. Don't let him bite you, I cautioned. The officers looked at me confused, but continued to go into the building. After about 30 or so minutes, they came back down and told me Jacob's apartment door was wide open, and they searched for him. No trace at all. They took me to the station, and they questioned me about what was happening. They drug-tested me and didn't find anything, of course. They told me to go home and try to calm down, that they would let me know if they find Jacob. I'm on my computer now, typing out what has happened to me last night. I was sure I wasn't bit, but I don't even know if that's how those things spread or what. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. I don't know what happened to my friend. I don't know what those things were. I don't fucking know anything. But I remember, earlier last night when we were at the bar, we accidentally swapped our glasses and I drank from his beer. And now, now my teeth hurt. Through the Fog was recorded by Haptic. Edited by Brad LeBaron, Haptic, and Kevin Caravan. And produced by Flyover State Park. All stories are recorded either with the author's permission or with a Creative Commons share-like license. If you like what we're doing, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. You can find the links to Haptic and Flyover at State Park's link trees down in the show notes. There you can find links to our podcast on other platforms, as well as Twitter and other social media and YouTube links. 
Redistribution or sale of this podcast is strictly prohibited without the express written consent of both Haptic and the story authors. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.